0: Hello from elsewhere, I'm Casey.
1: And I'm Valerie, and in this episode we're talking about what makes a story seasonal. This one time during the summer, we were moving from Arizona to Utah.
0: This is the bucket of tortoises story. We mentioned, that's what you're telling, right? Yes. We teased this story a few episodes back, and we had request to uh to tell this story not requests but if one person Singular. actually comes out and says you should tell the bucket of tortoises story perhaps other listeners i don't know
1: we go with the sample size of one yep you and ask we deliver
0: so yes summer one summer moving from arizona to utah
1: and we're like broke going to grad school so we're doing this as cheap as we can and we're like asked my parents we're like hey you guys have a motor home don't you want to drive it up to Utah with all of our stuff crammed in the back?
0: Yeah, so in the back where there's a bed and like a little bedroom uh-huh. is packed.
1: The bedroom bathroom area.
0: Tetris, floor to ceiling, <laughs> Casey boxes. didn't think I could do it. I did I it. I did not have faith and you, you did, it. did it. I did it. It was all
1: in there. Granted, we didn't have big, I mean, obviously no couches. I think there was one bookshelf of a medium size, which was like our largest piece of furniture. Oh, no, there was a broken down bunk bed in there. Mm. (laughs) so that was probably our biggest piece of furniture back half of the motorhome all moving stuff and the i i have a brother and he uh he raises tortoises like breeds them sells them um these
0: big desert tortoises they grow to get huge just massive tortoises so he
1: has like a giant backyard and it's like a tortoise habitat basically and then inside his house he has like incubators and things anyway so sometimes when people are on road trips he's like hey you want to deliver some tortoises for me in, in Vegas, because he has a person who buys tortoises there for his uh, like pet shop.
0: As one does.
1: Yeah, you know, you got to get your tortoises for your pet shop from somewhere. And so he had this, like a Tupperware Tupperware box of tortoises with some lettuce in there for the trip. And they rode in the motorhome with well, us. Well,
0: no, so they were in your mom's car. Your mom was falling behind in a car. She had the tortoises. And then the trailer that was towing our car behind the motorhome broke. That's and so right. we were stuck on the side of the road in the motorhome. And they were taking the your mom's car to a nearby car parts place or hardware store, something to get the part that was needed to fix the trailer. And
1: My dad can fix it. But since
0: your mom and dad were going to ride in that car, and we were going to hang out in the motorhome while they went and did that, because we had two kids at the time, um, they needed somewhere to put the bucket of tortoises. So your mom set them in the motorhome. So right. the kids were entertained for the... Hour, hour and a half while they were trying to
1: fix the trailer,
0: fi- find the, the part, fix dolly. the trailer. Yeah, so there's just this bucket of tortoises sitting in the motorhome. All these little baby ones trying to crawl over each other to get the little lettuce, and the kids were in heaven.
1: Yeah, it was like having a petting zoo on your road trip. That's the tortoise story.
0: So yeah, that was kind of the craziest road trip we've ever had by far. it Happened honestly. in an
1: RV. Yeah, all my best road trips have been in RVs. Casey, hmm, interesting. I guess someday we'll have to learn how to drive something that big. Nah, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I could rent the ones that are like smaller that we see around here all the time. So Casey, you know how some things just go together?
0: Yeah, like peanut butter and chocolate.
1: <laughs> yes, or like sports and car commercials. Like every time you're watching a sports game of any kind, there's mm-hmm. always commercials and they're always about cars.
0: Yeah, they're usually American and they're usually trucks. And they well, usually like use the word Hemi and Torque a lot. <laughs>
1: no, here's what I was going to say. I've been watching the U.S. Open and they have car commercials all the time, but they're like Mercedes and Lexus. Right. You know, versus the football Different stereotypical games demographic that, that, that always the, have the trucks. The
0: ad marketers think mm-hmm. people are watching. Right.
1: Yeah. So certain things just go together, like road trips and summertime. I thought you say road
0: trips and tortoises.
1: Yes. Yeah. Just, just in our universe, Mm -hmm. (laughs) road trips in summertime and cars, car commercials and sports games. And that's what we're talking about today. Things that go together, fictional stories that just go with certain seasons of the year. I feel like lately as we've gotten into fall, well, it's still hot, but it's September. And so I feel like it's fall and I keep thinking, man, I should start watching Gilmore Girls again. So then I was wondering, why does Gilmore Girls feel like such a fall thing to start? And that's what we started talking about, and um, that's the basis of our show here.
0: Right, but can we start with spring? Or does that mess everything nope,
1: up? Nope, that's just fine.
0: I just figure spring thematically makes sense as a good starting point.
1: See, I always feel like first of the year, but then that's actually winter time. Right. So do you start with winter?
0: I, I say we start with spring.
1: <laughs> spring. Let's spring right. forward with it.
0: Well, so what What thematically makes a spring a story a spring story?
1: Anything hopeful. I feel mm-hmm. like hopeful, and also I was seeing rom coms like romance is in the air in springtime.
0: Hmm. Like babies?
1: <laughs> I was seeing more along the lines of like dating than babies, but sure. <laughs> you
0: know. But it's baby true. chicks, baby rabbits.
1: They're all, all the babies in the spring.
0: I think rebirth stories are good for spring. I could see We that. did a whole Definitely. episode about rebirth, and I don't remember what we even talked about that was a long time ago but yes rebirth anything that's about literal or figurative resurrection of the character
1: of some sort or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here's what i'm getting casey what between rebirth and animals uh homeward bound is the perfect spring movie is that what you're telling me hmm. these uh, animals that are like re- reborn and they you know back into their family they find themselves
0: sure homeward bound You're throwing me off guard with Homeward Bound. I don't know why. (laughs) That's one I watched a lot growing up. I hate movies with talking animals almost on principle. But there's something special about Homeward Bound that's just okay. Like it's okay that there's talking animals. Part of it is their mouths aren't moving with a weird CGI effect. Yes, that's That helps. They're more like telepathically speaking to each other, which Mm -hmm. is fantastic. Yeah, Homeward Bound.
1: I'm putting it in the spring category.
0: Okay. What else you got? Because you're throwing Also,
1: the porcupine that gets the one dog's nose. Chance. His Band. name is Chance, yeah. Yeah, Chance. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I trust you on this. <laughs> of course, I trust you on a lot of pop culture things. could be making this all up for years now, and I would uh, yeah, assume. Yeah, I do. That <laughs> Everything
0: I've done so far has been made up. This whole podcast is a sham. We actually don't have any listeners because the first few episodes they realized I was just lying about all things pop (laughs) culture, and so they stopped. They're
1: like, "Nope, the dog (laughs) Chance that gets the porcupine cools in his nose—such a traumatic scene. I'm still still sad for Chance and his porcupine nose."
0: Hmm. You told me you've got mail.
1: Yes, I hold by that.
0: That goes to the rom com thing.
1: The rom com—it's spring. You know, at the end of the movie, it's hopeful. Yeah,
0: but it also goes through a lot of winter. Yeah, you know, I it kinda I, I, agree. I, think, I think it could be a spring movie.
1: I'm also going to put Sleepless in Seattle in that category. Springtime films. Why? No, I just feel like in the spring, more rom-coms. And not just that. I was looking back on the things that I've read this year. And I read like a ton of Regency romance books in the spring. So I think they we fit should in that poll. category as well.
0: What about... Also,
1: whenever I ahead. want to reread Anne of Green Gables, that one starts in the spring.
0: Because that's green in the title.
1: It's because she always romanticizes nature, and nature is coming alive in spring. So I think that's why it comes to mind. The books go through all seasons, but especially springtime, she's very poetic. She waxes poetic often. Little Anne. You
0: know what else is a great spring movie? The Dark Knight Rises.
1: See, I put... (laughs) (laughs) You and I I have different versions of spring, apparently. No,
0: okay, no, hear me out. I was thinking about this mowing the lawn. Because apparently we need to always record on Saturday because I mow the lawn on Saturday and then I'm thinking about what we're going to talk about. good thinking time. Right, right. Which I'll get back to Dark Knight Rises in a second, but there should be a competitive lawn mowing movie or book (laughs) because that would be the perfect spring movie or book, I think. Competitive lawn mowing.
1: Hermione Granger would be a fan.
0: True, true. She does love freshly mown grass. The smell of it, at least. And that's the thing. It sounds like a comedy, which it definitely could be a comedy, but... It could also be really beautiful, you know, if it's a book in a poetic way or a movie in a cinematography sort of way of really focusing on the simple pleasure of perfectly mown lines in the grass because there's nothing more beautiful than that, I think.
1: Nothing more beautiful? Nope, in the world. (laughs) You're going to stand by that. Yep,
0: stand by it. But no, competitive lawn mowing aside, I was thinking about, I don't know why I thought of this, but I think the Christopher Nolan trilogy Batman trilogy the best way to watch that is to watch Batman Begins in The Fall Dark Knight Winter Dark Knight Rises Spring so hear me out
1: I could see that
0: Batman Begins first of all on a surface level is very orange and brown there's a lot of orangish and brown brownish colors in that one right and it's also all about how the city Gotham is sort of withering from within and dying from within and about it's corrupt and things are Falling, you know, like... I'm not explaining myself well, but. Things are falling. Gotham. Yeah,
1: yeah, things are falling. Cars. Cars are falling. <laughs> Cars are falling.
0: <laughs> no, I, I was thinking. Trains uh, fall
1: from the monorail. True.
0: I was thinking on a more thematic <laughs> are level. Going
1: literal? Where are we going?
0: But, but yes, the city is withering, okay? So, and it's.
1: Batman falls. Orange-ish times and brownish. He has to and it's. Get back up in his training.
0: And then you go to the dark night, and Harvey Dent even says the night is darkest just before the dawn. And I think that is so emblematic of winter as well. It's definitely it, the darkest. It, things of the get dark in winter before. They get bright in the spring. And and yes, there's a lot of winter in The Dark Knight Rises, but it's all about rising and rebirth and resurrection. So I stand by this theory that the best way to watch the Dark Knight trilogy is Batman Begins Fall, Dark Knight Winter, Dark Knight Rises in Spring. So oh. I know when I said Dark Knight Rises, you just looked at me and stared at me. And the pause will probably be edited down, but you stared at <laughs> me for multiple seconds and then just laughed at me. But...
1: So you want this to be a nine-month journey of Christopher Nolan's Batman?
0: Yeah, I think that we, as a society, what do you do in the summer watch for Batman? too many things back to back to back, like binge-watching. We should give some movies some time to breathe. What about summer?
1: Yeah. Where's your Batman in the summer? Is that where you put Lego Batman?
0: You can watch Lego Batman. You can watch the 60s Batman movie with shark repellent. Shark repellent is a very summer thing.
1: I thought the same thing. I felt like summer movies for me were more lighthearted.
0: Speaking of which, what does the term beach read mean?
1: <laughs> it means a light-hearted book. Does like it a mean that fluffy book, like that light you read? and yeah. airy? Uh-huh.
0: Something that maybe not a lot of I didn't depth. Did not mean to laugh at you? I wasn't sure if you were no, serious or not. That's what I thought it meant, but like I'm just verifying. I'm just uh, deferring to your reading expertise. That's all.
1: Yes, a beach read is usually a f- fluffy romance book.
0: Is it always romance or Not just something light? Not necessarily
1: romance, just light.
0: Something easy to read.
1: Yes. Whereas it's a, something that you breeze through. It doesn't need a lot of mental Whereas attention. the winter
0: is the time to really devote to mental to things.
1: war and peace.
0: Yeah, right. To Tolstoy, to Russian. Russian novels seem very wintry. Don't most of them take place in Back winter? In or is it just song. a stereotype of, that song of Russia? Hmm. All right, let's, let's jump right into summer then.
1: Summertime, lighthearted. I feel like Sandlot. you got to watch Sandlot during the summertime. So movies that take place in summer, specifically.
0: But don't watch them in the dentist office. Do you remember that story I told you? No. So me and my friend Brady, we I had to go to the dentist. And he was just hanging out with me for the, the day for some reason. This was in like high school. And it was probably during the summertime. I was just like, it's just a quick trip to the dentist. And then we'll go hang out and do something. Right. But when I got to the dentist, I had a cavity. And they were like, we have an opening right now. Let's just fix the cavity. And I was like selfishly like okay but brady was in the waiting room and he got through like all of sandlot during that (laughs) whole trip to the dentist and since then he has sworn off the sandlot he despises (laughs) the sandlot because he was so upset that he was stuck there at the dentist's office
1: to be fair brady despises a lot of things
0: to to be fair you would probably hate any movie i don't think it's sandlot specific to sandlot but to the context and the situation
1: diary of a wimpy kid our son saw that in the Dentist waiting office and was like, I don't ever want to watch that. Was it Diary of the movie? Yeah. Was it that one or was it something else? What movie was it?
0: Uh, I don't know. Captain Underpants?
1: I think it might have been Captain Underpants.
0: Yeah. He's got more refined taste than I do. So (laughs) he's not a real child.
1: He's a real boy.
0: Summer. I think of superhero movies in the summertime.
1: Action movies are definitely on my list of summertime things.
0: Because there is that word like summer blockbuster or a summer movie evokes a certain sense of um, big action, over-the-top set pieces, special effects, And even just
1: where you'll be when you watch it. You know, summertime, you get together with your friends to watch a movie, you usually pick a blockbuster, you know, an action film, something most people will enjoy. When we had our family here, and we set up a big sheet in the backyard yes, with a projector. Best night. And we watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and it was fantastic.
0: It was amazing.
1: It was so fun. It looks pretty good on a sheet. I was impressed. I mean... That movie is beautiful. So even on a sheet, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is impressive. So I think part of it comes with where you'll be or who you're watching it with. So action movies are great in the summertime.
0: Yeah, because I think that more to that point, I often think of books or movies in the season in which I watch them, whether that, I mean, literal season or the season of my life. Um, I do that too. Even if the story itself doesn't necessarily take place in that season. So much of our memory of the first time of viewing something or reading something just makes an impact on how we watch it and read it later on, too, and how we think of it seasonally.
1: Also on my summer list, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, because they're both on Netflix and I rewatched them this summer.
0: Do You watch them without me?
1: Yes, I didn't know oh. you liked them.
0: <laughs> Valerie, we have a podcast about <laughs> movies and books and We're always on here talking about, I like pretty much any type of movie or book.
1: I'll watch them again I don't think I've
0: seen the second one, actually. So now I'm really upset that you watched.
1: Well, drama ensues.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. (laughs) (laughs) We'll
1: watch them again. It's fine. It's got Alexis Bledel. I mean, come on. It's true.
0: And America Ferrera is pretty awesome, too. Absolutely. I'm pretty disappointed that you watched those without me.
1: Like, you never watch things without me?
0: Name one.
1: Last night, better off dead. Watched it without me. I
0: wasn't gonna bring that up yet because that's I'm saving that for winter.
1: Yeah. Well, you watched it without me.
0: You were sewing something.
1: A baby shower gift. Hi, Krista. She's one of our stalwart fans.
0: (laughs) What's interesting is uh, talking about the summer blockbuster, the summer movie. I
1: want to talk about Sister of the Traveling Pants still. Oh, okay. Well, back to Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Mm -hmm. It's a movie that like a travel movie the girls are all in different places for the summer so i felt like that for, feels very summery second one also takes place during the summer and so i feel like travel stories and road trip stories rv have you ever seen rv with robin williams
0: yeah see remember someone gave us a copy of rv for our wedding yes and we watched it they, um, it was
1: in like a a,
0: a gift a, basket of random
1: it was like all movie stuff date a movie night, popcorn, popcorn yeah. stuff yeah treats etc
0: We may have even watched it on our honeymoon. I didn't much care for it, Um, and at some point we gave it away or something. We don't have it anymore.
1: Probably gave it to my dad because he laughs so hard at that movie. I think the reason you don't love it as much is because you've never been on a true RV road trip.
0: Not five minutes ago you just talked about how we were on a road trip in an RV with a bucket of tortoises. That
1: was only a day Worthy of a
0: Robin Williams escapade. But
1: but that was a ten-hour drive. Not the same as spending two weeks in an RV, Casey. Uh,
0: we went to Wyoming once for a great grandma's funeral.
1: You were in RV. Thanks
0: for bringing that up. Yeah, it was in an RV. Some of us cousins all dressed in black going up to the funeral. <laughs> we weren't dressed in black at the on the drive.
1: I was gonna say, is this a true uh, British Regency mourning like you? Took six months of dressing in black. A year if they're a close relative.
0: What? I don't know about this.
1: Yeah. If somebody dies in your family, you dress in black for a year. For that long? Yeah. And it was like six months if you only kind of knew them. People
0: die all the time. Do they just always dress in black?
1: Exactly. And they held off weddings and things. You did not get married when you were in mourning. Man. And you didn't go to big social events. You pretty much cloistered yourself at home. You didn't go in to social black, events? You could go to... Small social events like visiting a neighbor, but you're not going to a big ball.
0: Not even a black tie ball.
1: Wah wah wah. (laughs) Actually, I appreciated that one.
0: (laughs) I know you. You pretend to mock my my dad jokes are my favorite fatherly humor, but then you laugh. (laughs) So
1: (laughs) I love a good dad joke. I'm always there for it.
0: So road trips,
1: travels. Travels. got anything
0: else to say about that or any specific
1: fluffier movies light-hearted okay, what about princess diaries
0: oh that's a good summer one yeah what about one and two beach read like here's do you, have any you number three beach reads yes in I mind
1: have two that i just Bring read up some books here this summer uh,
0: but now you just called them light and airy so will this be insulting to call these books beach reads i'm just hmm. still trying to figure out the beach read thing
1: i don't think so I think they know their genre, lighthearted beach read and I really enjoyed them. So what's wrong with that?
0: Nothing. I think yeah. I don't think there's think, anything, wrong, think with there's anything wrong with
1: calling them beach reads because people love beach reads. I read two books this summer. First one was Love and Gelato and it takes place in Italy in the summertime. And Almost she's trying like to Greece. find she's trying to find her love long lost dad. And then there's a second one that's kind of a they're tied. So I guess you could call it a sequel. But you wouldn't have to read the first one first. It's
0: like a spinoff?
1: Yeah, kind of a spinoff. But I think it makes sense if you read the first one first. Mm -hmm. Then some other characters that you meet make more sense. And the second one is called Love and Luck. And they're by Jenna Evans Welch, who also lives here in Utah. I recommend them. They were great. They are light reads. Perfect for a summertime beach day.
0: Okay, extending that, since we talked about thematically, like rebirth and spring are kind of connected... And we have talked about road trip and travel, but is there some other unifying theme to movies or books that feel summery? Parties. Parties? Parties. Like like a block party?
1: Yes. Sandlot has a block party.
0: True, but on set in summer. Princess Diaries
1: has a a beach party.
0: Interesting. What about space?
1: This is why I wanted to do seasons with you, because I knew that my set of seasonal movies would be different from your set of seasonal movies, which is why I think it's fun, because... All of our listeners would have different sets of seasonal movies. I think
0: it's important that the the manned mission to the moon happened in like July, right?
1: Yes. It's been 30 years this past July. So I think
0: that that fact is um, important. I think that
1: it's tied. I'm reading a space book right now Does there's that count?
0: there's a sense of, of uh, summer and, and freedom and, and pioneering spirit and that um,
1: it's American a drive form of forward. Road trip.
0: That's true. He's that's tripping, very he's true trip to outer space trip, trip to space
1: and there's always things that go wrong casey rv and like apollo 13 stop don't basically say it. the don't same say movie it. in different locations
0: i'm glad you said like apollo 13 instead of i mean i love apollo 13 but there's other space movies go i love awry. even more so you've got to
1: figure it out on your trip you have a destination in point but it's hard to get there road trip movies man you're blowing my mind mine too everything
0: comes back to rv of not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> we only saw it the once. I can't judge it. I really don't remember much about it, other than there was probably a raccoon in it, <laughs> or a badger Maybe. or something. There's there's got to be wildlife. Definitely wildlife. wildlife. Of some wildlife. Kind.
1: There's also definitely the emptying of the the bathroom tank.
0: I was going to say I stuff. think there was fecal mm-hmm. matter involved somewhere in that movie Naturally, as well. Naturally, yeah. yep. So how do we segue from fecal matter to fall? Or, are you, do you have more about summer?
1: I was trying to think about Princess Bride and where to put it, and I couldn't decide between fall and summer.
0: That's because it depends on when you're sick.
1: Oh, is that the quali- yeah. qualifying watching factor? I have for some questions,
0: some rapid fire questions if we get to the end mm-hmm. of what are the best movies to watch in different situations that aren't necessarily seasonal. I like And that. I was going to suggest that the best movie to watch when you're sick. Is The Princess Bride.
1: Is it because he starts out sick when he hears the story? Yeah, because that
0: frame narrative is um, Fred Savage being sick. And so I think that. And even in the book, they mention being read to when you're sick. So book and movie, I think, are perfect. Sick reads slash watches. Yeah.
1: I like that. Anyways. Remind me next time I'm sick that that's what I want to watch.
0: It's a Princess Bride.
1: Because when you're sitting on the couch sick and you're like so dazed and out of it that you can't even decide what to watch.
0: And it has to be something you've seen a million times.
1: Cause right. Because you're definitely going to miss half of it. of it. Yeah. And you just need somebody to like put in a movie for you. Okay. you can't I'll just put in Princess Bride. Because you can't even think about what you want to watch. Mm-hmm. You don't have that kind of mental capacity. Right. Exactly. Yes. Even better, you could read it to me, Casey.
0: True. I could read it to you just like peter falk the grandpa your voice yes yes you're very smart shut up
1: (laughs) (laughs) your voice is even better than peter falk's i said it whoa
0: whoa that's like the time i told you that i liked you more than jeff goldblum
1: (laughs) high praise indeed sir (laughs) all
0: right fall or autumn depending on how you want to go about it what thematically makes a fall or autumn movie or book
1: i have two categories Things that feel cozy, mm-hmm. which is where I think Gilmore Girls fits in. They often start in the fall school time. They're always wearing sweaters and drinking hot chocolate and waiting for the first snow. And
0: I also think Connecticut feels like, in my mind, it's perpetually autumn in Connecticut.
1: Oh, I hope so. Let's never visit so we can pretend that's true. <laughs> right,
0: because that would be the dream, perpetual fall. Yes. You and I both love fall.
1: So. I'm there. You get a few warm days, some chilly days. sweaters all the time it's just always orange leaves in Connecticut
0: I just want a sweater all the time (laughs) like I wore a sweater this morning and it was like 55 anyways what about books you have any cozy books
1: Harry Potter is one that I like to start in the fall
0: yes I agree I was gonna because they always start with
1: Harry going back to school think about Harry Potter cozy also going back to school that's a category I didn't even think of Things that move in that world.
0: Yeah, so the first Harry Potter book was published in September as well, in the United States, 1998. I remember my dad vividly, like school had just started. It was almost my birthday. I was almost 11, and we were reading Harry Potter, the first one for the first time, right when Harry was turning 11, which was always something magical in my own personal connection to the stories. Not that you have to be 11 when you get into it, and if you're older then. Oh, I too plan late, on too not to letting our
1: kids read them until they're fan. 11.
0: Right. I think it's a magical time to start, which was why I got slightly upset when I come to find out that it was being written sort of after the fact and all this stuff had been taking place like 10 years before. You know how they mentioned that in, in the last... I don't think that's really known until the last book that all the Battle of Hogwarts stuff is happening in like the 90s versus the 2000s.
1: I think it comes out more yeah after all the books are done.
0: No, well, I'm pretty sure it mentions a date
1: themselves
0: i'm pretty sure it mentions a date in the last book someone's gravestone or something
1: i think you're right
0: because i i was born in 87 and i pictured harry as born right around that time late 80s but then it was like nope it was early 80s or late 70s or something and i always felt a little bit sad about that that i i lost that slight connection which seems silly but that's that was my experience and it didn't ruin the book or anything for me, but it was just one of those, one of those things.
1: We get invested in the things that we love. It's why fans are the best and the worst of us. Yeah.
0: And you really can be a fan from like whenever, 8 to 80. If you want to become a Harry Potter fan at 80, go for it. So I don't think that there's one right avenue to do it. I just personally always loved that my dad had brought that book home right when I was turning 11 and had read it to us and... I fell in love with it. A special memory for you. So yeah, I I do think that it's, um, especially the first one, it does feel very fall-like. It's a good time to start it in the fall. Which, I think if you start the first one in the fall, book or movie- You can sort of move into winter in a way, Um, because I think that's what our friends T.J. and Meredith do. A lot of
1: people put Harry Potter in the winter Christmas category. Like you rewatch them all, but they could also be like a Halloween
0: thing. Yeah, they're hard to harder to place. I think
1: because they go through a whole school year. Each book you really can experience them anytime.
0: Yeah, in my mind, they're definitely fall.
1: I feel fall with Harry Potter as well. Yeah, my second category of fall. Uh, what would you call it? fall themes are any scary or murder mystery type stories and by that i mean mildly scary because i don't do scary movies but we were talking about the haunted mansion the other day
0: which i haven't seen
1: which we need to watch sure i feel like it holds up i watched it not that long ago
0: where when with whom it
1: must have been on netflix or hulu last i'm pretty sure i watched it last october time
0: i'll watch it if you watch psycho with me that's a good I- fall movie
1: hate psycho <laughs>
0: <laughs> i won't make you watch psycho i don't y- y-
1: it wasn't as bad the second time i saw it versus the first time
0: you and i aren't scary movie pe- we've talked about this we're not horror movie people so no, but our I version love- of a halloween fun time movie is different than a lot of people's but i think hitchcock is a great halloween
1: i'm with you on hitchcock i would watch hitchcock i was also thinking sherlock holmes because those are mm-hmm. always a uh, murder mystery solving clue clue would be a good one um i was really sad when they took murder she wrote off netflix how dare they
0: you cried for a while actually yeah <laughs> it
1: was traumatic because i am a little old lady i uh, was just this evening waiting for you to come home watching veronica mars which is all about murder mysteries and knitting casey so
0: wait can we go back a second is angela lansbury the unifying factor for all fall movies bed knobs and broomsticks
1: it's a good fall one.
0: Uh, I guess not a movie, but um, Murder, She Wrote.
1: Murder, She Wrote.
0: Beauty and the Beast has, uh, that's a lot of winter, I guess.
1: I'd put Beauty and the Beast in the winter category.
0: Yeah. All right. Never mind.
1: Because in some Beauty and the Beast retellings, the castle is under a perpetual winter. Right. Like that's part of the, the thing. And they don't the, really do that in the Disney movie. They kind of play it out over time.
0: And then there's an evil organ. That's in like the Beauty and the Beast 2 or one and a half or whatever. Remember that evil organ?
1: You mean The Ghost of Mr. Chicken?
0: No. That is a good fall movie.
1: That's a great fall movie. Attaboy, Luther! I you said Evil Organ. That's all I could think of. Remember the <laughs>
0: Beauty and the Beast sequel? That, but it's like taking place simultaneously as the first one?
1: I never saw that. And there's this that. big
0: evil organ. Nope. How have I seen this and you haven't?
1: I'm a purist and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's made by Disney. I mean, it's not, probably not any good. You're not wrong. but I do right. not
1: remember a big evil organ.
0: Maybe it was a dream I had. If you're out there, please let me know if, if I'm telling Hallucinating falsehoods, big yeah, or if evil that was organs. a real movie. Pretty sure. Or maybe there was a fife. Was there an evil fife? I think all fifes are probably a little bit evil. We're a little off track now. Um, any other autumn staples?
1: I think you go with the cozy movies, or you go with the murder mystery? Those are my top two. Those just seem kind Plus of diametrically opposed. So that's you really know, interesting.
0: Right? Maybe it depends on the part of fall of fall. You know, beginning of you fall is is for you know back to school any school related movies or books and cozy, sharpened pencils cozy things yeah, you can't quote you've got mail you said it was a spring
1: <laughs> one couldn't help it
0: <laughs> and, uh, and then you get closer to Halloween and then it's the scary stuff but then
1: you go back to November
0: there's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies and books for your consideration, that was the one um, about them making a movie, and it's called Home for Purim, and then it changed to like Home for Thanksgiving. Yes, you remember that one?
1: That's a good movie. Yeah,
0: but I can't think of any really thanksgiving Thanksgivingy movies. Pocahontas, Peanuts. Yeah, that's, they have a that's so Christmassy
1: though. They have a Thanksgiving peanuts. Oh they yeah, I thought, think- I thought you were I thought you were saying like the
0: Peanuts movie, which is more wintry. But
1: no, just the. The old cartoons. Yes, the old cartoons. The, I don't know, they have like all the seasonal. Yeah. Valentine's Day, uh, a Halloween one, et cetera, et cetera. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. So there are certain things that you have to watch every holiday. Those kind of go in a season.
0: Going back to what I mentioned about Batman Begins, how it's just on the surface, it definitely feels like a fall movie in terms of the color palette. There's other movies that have the color palette of fall, but aren't necessarily fall movies. Like, Um, fantastic mr fox actually a lot of wes anderson feels a bit fall like he uses a lot of oranges sometimes and what are you gonna say
1: i was gonna say remember the titans yes definitely a fall movie in my mind
0: the football thing helps yes Mm -hmm.
1: so any football movie which but that one especially maybe because it's a high school football team
0: step back a little bit field of dreams is definitely a spring movie
1: i'm with you on that one
0: father's day maybe spring/summer slash sort of in between there. But yeah, fantastic the Mr. Fox, the growing of a
1: cornfield makes it very summer.
0: I also think the Squirrel Girl novels are good for fall. They Maybe are it's orange because and brown. she's a, a And she's starting a new has school. has a fall color palette, but yeah, the school thing.
1: If you haven't read The I mean, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl and Squirrel Meets World, I recommend them.
0: I thought it was too fuzzy, too furious, too oh, furious. Too
1: fuzz- that's right.
0: The first one's Squirrel Meets World. I think so. And the, and the second, second one, is one is Too Fuzzy, too, fuzzy
1: too, furious. too Furious. Too furious. Too furious. Yes.
0: They're the novelizations by Shannon Hale and they are They're amazing. a
1: great middle grade read. Yeah. She's in middle school, so.
0: If you want the the more recent run of graphic novels, they're really good as well. And again, perfect. The, I think those would be a perfect cozy type of read.
1: Erica Henderson.
0: Yeah, the graphic novels by Ryan North and Erica Henderson. They're really good too. So, depends what you're um, Just read them all words. I also think Jurassic Park for Thanksgiving Because they used to always play on TV at Thanksgiving Every Thanksgiving it was on You'd eat your Thanksgiving dinner Watch some football And then you'd watch Jurassic Park <laughs> That was the order of things Even though I think
1: we need to put that back in our Thanksgiving traditions
0: Is is Jurassic Park
1: Yeah, let's put it in Let's do it I'm game with that
0: This year Can we show November. our children
1: Jurassic Park yet?
0: Hmm can you imagine our son watching Jurassic Park? He's
1: seven an okay age? That's probably how old I was when I first saw it. What you did it come out
0: '98?
1: '93. '93. Well, I remember seeing it at seven or eight, so '98.
0: Hmm. You would have been. Uh. You would have been seven. No, you would have been eight. Eight. If it was. I guess it was Thanksgiving.
1: Great. Now everybody knows how old I am.
0: I feel like we've had this exact conversation <laughs> probably with Jurassic Park. Like exactly, it's like because everything I'm comes having back severe to deja vu Park. right now. Well, that's true.
1: Are you seeing it in the side view mirror? What this deja vu is it replaying in a side view mirror and it's closer than it appears.
0: So winter movies and books. <laughs> uh,
1: you know you like me.
0: I do like you. I, but that doesn't mean I laugh at all your jokes.
1: <laughs> if I laugh at your dad jokes, you can laugh at one of mine.
0: You laughed at my dad joke because it was funny.
1: <laughs> He's saying mine wasn't.
0: I'm allowed to think something's not funny. I'm not like Gwen Stacy. I don't always laugh when it's not funny.
1: I like that part in that movie.
0: <laughs> I did too. But yeah, winter. Are we ready to jump to winter? Cold, dead of winter. Is that the theme? Coldness and deadness. Movies about cold and dead and death.
1: Contrasted with movies about joy and Christmas happiness. <laughs>
0: I think, I think the running theme here that we're getting to is that all the seasons are a bit contradictory. Fall, we either had the cozy things or murder mysteries. Yes. That was the dichotomy. And winter, we've got dead or joy.
1: Summer, we had action-packed adventure movies versus lighthearted, easygoing things.
0: True. All right, what, what's on your must-see list every winter?
1: While you were sleeping. Yes. number one must watch in fact it's the only thing i wrote down under winter just while you were sleeping that's it that's the one and then christmas movies but while you were sleeping is the one that i could think of that was like i always watch this at least once during the winter time
0: yeah you and i watch that like every couple months really let's be honest
1: it's one of my even top in the middle five. of
0: summer we'll watch top five minutes. while you were sleeping these mashed potatoes also, are so creamy
1: are yeah uh also chronicles of narnia
0: See, I think Chronicles of Narnia is a spring movie.
1: Christmas, man. I forgot to bring it up. It starts to snow and they have to follow. Christmas gets to It's all about how winter come.
0: has been around for so flipping long that it's finally time for the green to come out. So
1: what we're saying is you watch it in February. Yeah. Which is still winter, but you're dying for it to be spring.
0: That's fair. I, th- I, we can, I can get behind that. Okay. I can get behind that. So February is the perfect
1: compromise. time. Compromise. hmm you laugh at my jokes, I'll laugh at yours.
0: <laughs> That's how this marriage works. <laughs> That's our marriage advice. Laugh, laugh at, at each other's yeah, jokes. because I didn't laugh at yours. Nope. And now you're mad at me.
1: You will suffer the consequences <laughs> later. What? Murder mystery style.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this went dark.
1: That went really dark.
0: Okay, Angela Lansbury, <laughs> what else in I winter? told you. While you were sleeping. While you were
1: sleeping. What more do you need? While you were sleeping, watch it on mystery. Repeat, re, watch it on repeat for four months. Because winter should only be three, but it lasts for four.
0: That movie is delightful. What about books? What's a winter book in your mind?
1: Well, Chronicles of Narnia.
0: I think dystopias are a good winter read. Especially the ones with a sad end, like not happy ending. The ones that really commit to the dystopia to really make you think. This isn't Ring the light and airiness of a summer beach read. This is 1984, where it does not end on a light and airy note. Um, but even like Fahrenheit 451, which isn't particularly bleak at the end, but it still makes you think a little bit. Dystopias are a good winter read because it fits that theme of of the bleakness of the world and hopeless. Yeah,
1: never-ending winter of In- Chronicles of Narnia.
0: Spring. <laughs> Chronicles of Narnia is not 1984. They end on very different notes, tonally.
1: But the White Witch would be right at home in the, you know, the Big Brothers watching kind of company.
0: Yeah, but the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion Witch, and the Wardrobe does not end with her still having winter. It ends in green life and springiness and the energy and verve of new life.
1: Verve. Mm -hmm. I like that word. Yep. It's kind of word that I wish I would have known when I was a kid, and you have to do the, uh, acronistic, is it the word, ac- acrostic, is that the word, A poems mm. with your name.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, because ac- your name is Valerie. My name
1: is Valerie.
0: If, I mean, I knew that. That's why I said it. Your name is Valerie.
1: <laughs> you hesitated, so I was wondering if you had forgotten my name. Before giving out marriage <laughs> advice here, number one, remember your spouse's name.
0: Number two, laugh, laugh at their jokes, jokes that you don't get.
1: Whether they're funny or not. <laughs> Number as a three, kid, Valerie, you got V you and you're like, I think I always put like very something. But like vivacious. That was the only thing I could, or but when you're like eight, I was not putting vivacious.
0: Vociferous.
1: Vulture. And,
0: valedictorian.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. As an eight year old, I was that, dreaming that was dream. of being valedictorian. Verve would have been much better.
0: Did you think of any winter reads? Because I also picture winter reads as being co- like you're stuck inside. So that's a good time to read. Pick a winter read. But something that maybe you think something that makes you think a little bit.
1: I've got it. Pick a long book for winter, like the way winter is really long. Start Little Women. Mm. Start Gone with the Wind. Those two are and Lord both of the Rings. have both have bleak undertones, especially Gone with the Wind.
0: Hmm. Lord of the Rings. I don't know. I think Lord of the Rings is more of a fall. It feels cozy, and Frodo and Bilbo both leave in September. So much like Harry Potter, is it feels birthday in September. Yes.
1: Did we not celebrate their birthday? We did not. It's embarrassing. How can we call ourselves fans? I could have made donuts (laughs) the one ring to rule them all for their birthday next year. Remind me next year.
0: It's just my birthday is in September, so we're not really usually thinking about Frodo and Bilbo. Any
1: excuse to eat donuts should be celebrated.
0: I'm down with that. Just saying. You're precious.
1: Maybe donuts are my precious. (laughs) My number one. Mm Mm-hmm. For talking seasonal foods donuts are year-round speaking of kind of bleak slightly heavier movies Kubo and the Two Strings I think would be a valid winter hmm. movie
0: there is some snow in that movie
1: I would also put The Secret of Kells there it just feels a little thematically heavy like yeah
0: I'll get behind that um I think Star Wars is winter to me now even though a lot of the old movies were in May so they're kind of between spring and, and summer here
1: I thought we were going to get through a whole year of seasons And you not mention Star Wars You we gotta put Star so Wars somewhere Close. I figured you'd put that on the year-round category Since it's watched on the daily in our house True,
0: but if I have to put it in a season You because, don't have to do anything, Well, because Casey. Harry Harry Potter is year-round Even while you were sleeping yep. is year-round in our house
1: We make the rules and then we break the rules, Casey It's because we are parents This is what I tell my child <laughs> Who's been fighting me a lot lately and he says, how come you get to do it? And I say, because I am now an adult. I spent 20 years listening to my parents. So now, now I get to turn. eat cereal on
0: the couch. You have to wait.
1: Exactly. And it's your house. It's your rules.
0: Oh, um, because we already mentioned it, Better Off Dead. I think Better Off Dead is a wonderful winter movie. That's one that we watched a lot growing up, especially at winter time, because it's set in around Christmas, New Year's. And uh, if you haven't seen Better Off Dead, it was made in the 80s. It's...
1: John Cusack.
0: Yeah, one of those classic 80s high school romantic comedy movies, but not as um hard to watch in hindsight as some other 80s romantic comedy high school movies. was um, looking at
1: you 16 candles. Yeah,
0: it's not so uh gross or
1: terribly sexist. S-
0: yes, or exactly, or um suspect uh, in in those sorts of ways. Not that it's not problematic, it's um, not the most uh, racially progressive movie or um, there's still some things with the with the gender politics of it but the main female character is actually pretty awesome and I always kind of had a crush on her and she's actually a little bit like you she speaks French of course she's from France <laughs> but there's this one scene where I hope
1: she speaks French
0: where she's fixing his old broken down Camaro and uh, and he's like um, I have a fear of tools and it just feels <laughs> it feels very much like us. You just figure things out and we'll go f- fix it. But I'm like, no, nah, I have a fear of tools. <laughs> do you think I'm overselling your car abilities? You are
1: overselling my car abilities. If I can find a YouTube video on how to do it, I can kind of attempt it. And so far it has turned out okay for minor car issues.
0: And I have a fear of tools.
1: I also fixed the plumbing, the sink that was leaking the other day. you were
0: just like this character in this movie, Better Off Dead, Monique. And I'm a little bit like John Cusack's character.
1: If we're talking movies, we need to bring up Snow Day.
0: Oh, how could we forget?
1: Snow Day.
0: There's some of these awesome what movies. What kind of sicko? Because obviously winter makes you think of Christmas movies. Yes. And Christmas books, which are great. But I think we're trying to shed some light on maybe some non- Holiday ones specifically, and Snow Day is just magnificent.
1: The bird, the Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so quotable. It is very quotable. If you haven't seen Snow Day, find it this winter on a streaming service near you.
0: Which is another one, much like Better Off Dead, where the main character is pining after a woman or young woman and ends up realizing he loves the more awesome girl that's been around the whole time. True. Maybe that's the theme of winter learning things
1: while you were sleeping <laughs> she's pining after oh, whoa. Okay. Oh, now we're just falling upon something here she's pining for the fancy guy who's in a coma and then she falls for his brother who's way more cool but i don't know he'd come more simple lifestyle
0: edmund he really wants that turkish delight and then he just falls for redemption <laughs> um... <laughs> all right we lost it I lost it. You didn't lose it. I lost it.
1: You're always losing it. I'm
0: just trying to trying to fit the Turkish delight in there somehow. But yeah, I think this is a winter theme.
1: Finding what's actually right for you. Yeah. We're all about the romance advice tonight. The relationship advice.
0: Something about seasons.
1: Remember their name. Laugh at their joke.
0: Watch while you're sleeping. Find what's right w-
1: for you. Uh, Those are our three three keynotes. Your three. On relationships. <laughs> They're mine. They're yours. Whoa. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding.
0: <laughs> All right. Rapid fire questions, Val.
1: We just discovered I'm terrible at rapid fire.
0: What's the worst story when you're pregnant?
1: The worst story?
0: Yeah. Like book or movie?
1: I tried to watch Call the Midwife one episode while pregnant mm. and there was no way. Mm-mm.
0: I thought for sure you were going to say Planet of the Apes because I know you have a fear of apes, particularly so- <laughs> giving birth to one, but apparently not.
1: No. I don't have a fear of giving birth to an ape. <laughs> That I knew of. Now you put that in my head. It's snake clowns.
0: Best story when you're feeling romantic.
1: While you're sleeping.
0: Best story when you're alone.
1: The Lizzie McGuire movie.
0: The, the original? Yes. Old, I guess. I There's guess
1: only the, yeah. one, sadly.
0: Best story. Until now. Best story. So book. I guess this would probably be a movie, unless you want to read a book with your whole family. Which you can, but with your whole family.
1: Best movie for whole family? Yeah.
0: Like when you're with your family. Oh, my family. Like specifically. Specifically. Mm-hmm.
1: Emperor's New Groove.
0: For me, it's Galaxy Quest, best story to pump you up, Hmm. or to like you know inspire you to be the best you. Doesn't have to be like I'm going to go out and win the bowling championship.
1: Rocky. Although I was thinking sports movie, Legend of Bagger Vance.
0: Hmm, that feels like a fall movie.
1: It does feel like a fall movie. Put it on the fall list. I'm gonna watch it. Or the Greatest Game. It's another golf movie. I don't particularly love golf. I don't play golf. But I like golf movies. I don't know if
0: we've talked about this. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't really like baseball or golf much. But I love golf and baseball movies. Best story when you need to cry.
1: Coco.
0: I was going to say Coco. Have you cried much reading? No. I, I don't cry much read. Even like my favorite books. Yeah. Even ones that are stirring emotionally. I don't cry reading. And I love books, but I don't know why that is. I'm
1: trying to think of. I'm. I feel like I have cried a book before, but I can't currently name one.
0: Dumbledore so. died.
1: I didn't cry.
0: Snape died. It's
1: traumatic, but I didn't cry.
0: Hedwig died. No. Uh, best story when you need a laugh.
1: Dan in real life.
0: Oh, good one. I would probably say Princess Bride or Galaxy Quest again.
1: Where do you put Galaxy Quest? Space? Is it a summer movie?
0: Yeah, it's a summer movie. That one's easier for me. All right, let's go back through and just say your favorite for each season.
1: Spring. You've got mail. Uh-huh. That's your spring?
0: Mm. Are we just doing movie or movie and book?
1: Just go with movie.
0: Just go with movie? That's easier to think of right now. Yeah. Singing in the Rain.
1: I like that one. Mm-hmm. That is a good spring movie.
0: Yeah. We didn't mention it, but yeah, Singing in the Rain.
1: Any Fred and Ginger, unless it's the gay divorcee. That one's a winter movie.
0: I think a lot of classic movies are good for springtime. I don't know why. Except for silent movies because they've got that sepia tone. Those are fall movies. All right, summer what's your number one summer movie
1: princess diaries one and two
0: that's cheating mine is ironically
1: i just told you we make the rules and we break the rules
0: okay i'm gonna break the rule captain america the winter soldier is my number one summer (laughs) movie
1: number one fall i can't decide between harry potter and gilmore girls
0: i'm gonna say the lord of the rings trilogy and winter hmm
1: we know mine while you were sleeping watch it all winter long and then watch it the rest of the year, too.
0: Yeah, while you were sleeping. I'm going to go with that one, too.
1: We agree.
0: We're married. Cute.
1: It's a thing that happened once.
0: All right. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please let us know what your favorite seasonal movies for each season and seasonal books um, and what makes them... We want to know. What makes a movie or a book fitting for that season as well, thematically or, or literally. And don't forget to review and, and subscribe.
1: We love when you interact with us on... Twitter, and Instagram at elsewhere underscore pod.
0: <laughs> you got it. I don't yep, know what you're hesitating <laughs> about. That's two weeks in a row.
1: It's so traumatic it's like that I hesitate, even though I know it. Hmm. I know things.
0: Don't forget to tell your friends about us. Um, leave a review on iTunes. They really help people find us. And uh, we love all of you, our listeners. You're all amazing. And happy beeps.
1: Happy beeps.